Welcome to the podcast. Brad Davis here, your host in creating the most successful version of you. I'm a WA-based personal trainer, gym owner, business coach, and entrepreneur. My intentions for this podcast in creating the most successful version of you is to meet up with people who are creating success in their own life, whatever that means to them. In this episode, we have Rachel McCutcheon. Now, Rach is one of my master trainers in our team BDPT that works at a BDPT basement gym. Rach has a sensational story and just a kick-ass attitude about being a busy mother, being a business owner and looking after herself and plenty more. I have no idea how she gets everything done in a day and keeps a smile on her face. Mothers and females out there, you're going to get a lot of inspiration out of this one. So chill out, enjoy it and let us know what you think. Good afternoon, good morning, depending what time of day you're listening. I have one of my favorite human beings on the podcast today. We've had a little break over Christmas, New Year's, feeling super refreshed and recharged. Rachel McCutcheon, how are you today? I'm good, thanks Brad. How are you? Good, sensational. I'm super excited to get you on the podcast today. And out of all the coaches, uh, I wanted to get you on board first. You've been the coach, one of the coaches for the longest amounts of time in the team, haven't you? Yeah, over two years. Your story is sensational and I really feel that it's going to inspire a lot of people, um, especially mothers and females. So um, yeah, just super excited to share your story today. Thanks, Brad. I'm happy to be here. So Kachi, how long have you been with the team? How long have you been with BDPT? Um, So it's been a little over two years now. A little over two years. And you've got an additional fitness business as well, I understand? I do, yep. So my business is Shine Health and Fitness Solutions. So that's been running for five years now. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. That's that's excellent. Um, we've got a really cool story as like to how we met and how you kind of came on board BDPT, which we'll share later on. But one of my favorite questions I do like starting with uh, is success. Obviously, the podcast being around you know becoming the most successful version of ourselves what does that exactly look like smell like feel like to you what does success mean to you um success to me i mean i know it means different things for different people but for me personally it means setting your goals and achieving that goal so whether that is just a a task to do on your daily to-do list and you achieve that then that's success whether that's achieving you know, a monthly goal, success, a five-year goal, success. As long as you're setting those targets and actually hitting them, um, that to me is success. Yeah, that's so good. And do you know what I like about that? Anyone can be successful. Anyone can. Every day. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like that. So Kachi, let's dive in deep. Let's dive in deep to your upbringing. I know you really well. We've spent over two years together. I'm pretty sure you've done, I just had your invoices this morning, invoice 114, which means you've been at BDPT for 114 weeks, which is well over two years. So I know you quite well, which is why I'm super pumped to, to, you know, get your story out in the podcast today. So let's dive in deep. Let's go right back. Upbringing. Where did you grow up? What was it like? Give us the deets. So I grew up in a place called Yarrawonga. Yarrawonga. Yeah. So that's in country Victoria. Um, Not a lot of people have heard of it, but it's right on the border of New South Wales, Victoria. And um, the Murray River separates the states. So we lived right on the river. Um, So I've always grown up on the water. And my dad was a ski coach. So needless to say, I turned five and he put me on a set of skis. And I started skiing all the way up till I was 12 years of age. Wow. um, In shows and competitively. (laughs) No way. Yeah. So... um, Basically, yeah, water. I was always around water, loved yeah. the water. Um, 
my cousins, the rest of my family were in Melbourne, so they used to come down on the holidays and they had a caravan, part, uh, on-site caravan, and we just used to hang out and just ski, swim, and um, hang outside the RSLs while mum and dad were inside having drinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, small, like, a small country town, like heaps of family and friends, like super active, I'm guessing it sounds like. Yeah, super mm. active. Went to um, private um, Catholic school. Was a good little Catholic girl. Um, Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are. Kidding. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> um, and so I sort of grew up playing a few sports here and there, but mum and dad were both full-time workers. So dad had a few businesses along the way um, and mum always worked in pharmacy. So I kind of grew up with a strong work ethic yeah. from those two which has been awesome. That's where it came from. Yep, that's where it came from. Um, so I spent a lot of time with my nana and pa. So they used to come to my um, sports carnivals and things like that because mum and dad were working. Um, and yeah, that's it. I've got a half-sister. Cool. Bree. So she's got two kids. Hi, Bree. Hi, Bree's kids. They're over in Ballarat, Victoria. Is most of the fam over there? Yep. What made you come to WA? Um, it came to me going to high school and we lived one hour away from Mount Buller and mum hates the cold. So she wanted to move. So it was going to be Queensland or WA and it was WA cause her dad's here. Ah, okay. So yeah. more family brought you over. Yep. Excellent. So that's your upbringing. You got yourself over here. Fill us in on like, you know, what, what happened over here? So when we moved here, I gave up water skiing. Um, do you miss it? No. Okay. No, I don't. Glad we spoke about that. Yeah. Cool, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Had my days. Um, and then I went to Mandra Catholic College, finished year 12, had a year off and was working in my grandfather's supermarket. And then I went to TAFE and studied travel and tourism. Wow. And hated it. So <laughs> that was the end of that. <laughs> Very good. How did you get into fitness? I got into fitness. Um, so I was working with a transport company for 10 years. And then I fell pregnant and got made redundant. So that was perfect timing. Good timing. Um, and then I had two years off with the kids, so I didn't want to go back to the job I was at or anything similar. I got into sales rep, repping in the end. Um, didn't enjoy that. So I was actually got involved in a network marketing company that was based, based around whole food supplements. Yeah. Um, and through that, there was lots of personal development things, um, self growth, all this type of stuff. Um, and I kind of fell into it that way. That just opened up a few things for me. Um, and I started going to the gym once the kids were four months old. And I'd never really been before, actually. So yeah, from there, I just took a love to lifting weights. That's so good. And it's interesting that you were into the, the self-growth part of whatever uh, supplement um, company you were involved with. Because I feel like having your own business is like the best form of self-growth, right? It's the best form of personal development you can experience. You come up against resistance, you know, you come up against all these obstacles and challenges and the actual success rate of small businesses um, in Australia, I understand it was um, near the, you know, within the first 12 months, 50% fail. Um, I, I probably don't think it would have moved too far from, from that stat. So um, it's a really, it, it's credit to yourself. And, and I guess moving into the next question, this is why I was super, super excited to uh, bring Katchi on the podcast today because like stats are, you're a mum of two, 
Right, you've got a, a, a boot camp business running out of Golden Bay, Shine Health and Fitness Solutions. You're a personal trainer at BDPT uh, at our gym down at Dower Street under the footy club. Your partner, Adzi, love Adzi to death. Your partner is fly and fly out, so a lot of his time is spe- spent externally. Like, how the hell do you do what you do and then fit in your own training? Because you are looking sensational, by the way. <laughs> we just had the Christmas, uh, our Christmas get-together and we spent it at the... Uh, on a boat, uh, on the water all day. Should have got your water skiing, actually. No. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Kachi is in tip-top shape. How the hell do you do that and then stay in shape? And then, like, how does that work? How do you do it? Um, I think when I finally found my groove, staying in shape kind of came first. That became more of a priority over everything else because once, when I feel good within myself, yeah. I feel more confident I've got more get up and go, more energy, um, so I'm just ready to rock it. If I'm feeling good, then everything else sort of falls into place. Yeah. If I'm feeling, I was going to swear, if I'm feeling bad. You can swear. You can swear. If I'm feeling shit ass, <laughs> um, things don't flow for me. Yeah. So my number one was looking after me, making sure I feel good, which to some people could be selfish, but um, not in my books. Um, this is something that we uh, had vis- visited in the other podcast beforehand, um, and it's something my mentor taught me. Well, there's a few variations of it, but it's the me first principle. Hey, mm. and it's the same as like on airplanes. Like if you don't fit your oxygen mask first, you will not be able to help other people or you won't be able to do it for very long yeah, that's because you'll run out of air. So you've got to do the me first principle so that, you know, look after yourself first or fill your cup. That's one of my analogies. Fill your cup first so you can pour into other people's. Yeah, I love that. Like, yeah, some people do feel guilty and have a lot of like selfishness feelings around that, but like it's so important. Like it's it so is important. so important. Hey, and I think once you once you stick with it, then you kind of the guilt goes because mm. you start to realize how important it is, and you see the benefits of doing it. Yeah, yeah. So like in the instance of filling your cup, like you're a mother of two, you're a business owner for Shine, you're a, you're a business owner for personal training you're a partner, you're all these things, you're a friend, you're a daughter, you're all these things. Like if you didn't fill your cup first, like how the hell are you going to pour into those other cups? Yeah, I wouldn't be able to. It just, yeah, yeah. It's too much. Um, so this, and this is why I was super excited of bringing um, you on, Kachi, because I just, and, and we hear a lot of excuses in health and fitness, say like, oh, I just don't have time. <laughs> and, and I always think of you and you just, you just make it happen. Yeah. You just, you just make it happen. Yeah. So. And my clients can't give me those excuses because mm, yeah, they just don't, don't sit. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't buy it. Yeah, no. no, I love it, and and I get super inspired, and and you motivate me on a daily basis because I feel like when I'm doing it tough, like I just know that you know other people are doing it, not so much tougher, but you know I just feel like they've been through so much more. So there's always someone just around the corner that's been through ten times harder or yeah. going through something harder currently, and yeah, you've just always been a, a massive inspiration on that front for myself. So thanks, Brad. Oh, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> Major turning points along the journey, like are there are there certain things. That that kind of stick out that you're at a crossroad you could have gone either way um not really I suppose the major turning point was when I had that two years off to stay at home with the the babies was um I guess sitting back and thinking what I'm going to do with myself for the future um and to me health was a big thing so and going to the gym was a big thing so health and fitness was it and studying my cert four um and then further studies after that in regards to fitness that was kind of it that was the turning point it was just having that time off once i'd had my my babies um i needed a new plan going forward so that was it you know 
You're a planner. You need a plan moving yeah, forward. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. plans. Yeah. And routine. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like you're in a routine, like a really shit hot routine at the moment that you're just, you're just rolling, are you? Yeah, yeah. We're doing skin folds every, what, four, six weeks, and you're just getting leaner and leaner and leaner and keeping all your muscle and strength. So you're doing sensational cutting. Yes. Major resistance, major forms of resistance. It might even tie into the turning points. Have you ever hit like a, a massive wall and you were like, oh shit, I just don't know if I can get over this one. Like, let's go into that. Um, do you know what? I've, I've count myself pretty lucky. I haven't had any major sort of crisis or tragedy or anything like that happen in my life. Um, so I'm quite blessed in that respect. Um, as far as resistance goes, probably there was a point where I was getting resistance from sort of those closest to me. Um, and that's always hard. Um, so just sort of fighting through that. That's probably the only form of resistance I've had. Yeah. Just, when, yeah, just the thoughts, what others are say, saying or thinking about me and the direction I'm taking and what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of people that can uh, definitely resonate with, with that situation. When I hear you say that you haven't hit a lot of resistance, like in my mind, I just think like bullshit. I just think you have, but it's just your positive attitude that just gets you over the line yeah. um, because that's just the type of person that you are. You're like, okay, that's happening. Let's move on. Where a, another type of personality might be hit with the same form of resistance and, and really build it up. Really yeah, build it up. That's so, true, yeah. and you can use this like my another thing my mentor taught me. You can use certain language to either build things up in your head to make it seem worse or bigger than what it actually is, or you can just see it for what it is, assess it, make a plan, and move forward, which is exactly what you do. Yeah, get on with it. Mm. And a example of like the other side would be, um, I'm sure you've heard like people talk about. Um, you know, like a mountain of paperwork just staring at me. You know, I've got a mountain of paperwork just staring at me when I, when I get home. Well, it's probably not a mountain. It's probably a lot smaller than a mountain and I've never seen paperwork have eyes. So <laughs> you, do you understand like the language that you use can make things appear and seem a lot bigger and a lot stronger than what they have to be? Yeah. I just can see the language in your head is just like, oh yeah, that's happened. What can I do about it? Yeah, your outlook, I yeah, suppose. Hey? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Mm -hmm. I love that, Kachi. I love that. Yeah. Kachi, let's go into nicknames. Where, where did you get Kachi from? Who gave you Kachi first? <laughs> I think that was you, Brad. Is that me? Yeah. What What other nicknames have you got? What do your friends call you? Um, crutch. Where did Crutch come from, Kachi? Crutchy? <laughs> I think that was Jade, my mate Jade. McCrutch. McCrutch? I yeah. like McCrutch. Well, I don't know. You've given me a whole heap. Crutch Nation. Crutch Nation. Crutch Master. Yeah, Crutch Master. Yeah, I do like Crutch Master. That's good. Mm. Um, anyway, moving on. Moving Major on. learnings. So from either your resistance, your turning points... What have you learned within yourself or what, are you, what have you learned through business or major learnings through your life? Um, major learnings, well, I'm finding that a tough question. I suppose, again, it comes back to looking after number one. Oh, yeah. And then I, you know, doing everything that I do, I actually have quite a lot of energy. So then I can put my time into other people as well and my family and um, my sort of home life as well. So I think major learning was because once I had the kids and I was with them for two years, what happened to me was I was sitting on the couch and I knew what time it was by what was on TV, like if it was uh, Judge Judy or Dr. Phil. Or, yeah. And that was my life for two years, was yeah. changing goddamn nappies, going for walks with the pram, and watching daytime TV, that's all I did. And then it got to that point where I was like, this is not, this is not me. 
I can't do this anymore. So that's when it all sort of changed for me to come back and focus on me and do what I want to do, fill my cup, as you would say, Yeah. Um, and go forward from there. That's huge. Like major learnings, me first. Like yeah. I don't think there's a much bigger learning in life or, or a much more important learning. If you can master that, which I feel that you have, like look at what you can achieve. That's it. And that's what I'm trying to get the message across um, to my, my girls, my clients. Same thing because most of my boot camp clients are mums with kids sort of age six weeks to six years old. Yeah. And they're sort of in that transition as well. And that's why they come because they need to get out of the house and they feel like they need to start moving and get a bit of confidence back about themselves. Um, and I've been there and I've done that. So that's what I'm trying to instill in these women is that they can do it too. And um, from there, everything will sort of fall into line once they feel better about themselves. You have got such a great following um, in BDPT Basement or where we've been located and also through Shine Health and Fitness Solutions. Like it just keeps growing and growing and growing and I'm really not surprised with the vibe that you put out and also your story, your backstory. These these women can resonate with, with, with you and what you've been through and you've been there, done that. You've dug the trenches. Mm-hmm. You've created the systems and, and you're you know, um, a, a really great example of if you get your shit together, this is what can happen. You can You can enjoy life with all that resistance if you see it as resistance so um how do we you know if, if there were females out there or even males it doesn't matter that, that wanted to jump on and, and check out your socials and see what you're all about how would they get in contact with you or what are your what are your main social medias that you use uh so i'm using facebook shine health and fitness solutions and instagram is rachel mccutcheon dot shine so I've got those two. That's all I'm running at the minute. Yeah, perfect. And if anyone, I'm sure we can put those in the show notes uh, or just comment so we can uh, we can get you hooked up with Kachi because she is amazing. Take my word for it. So Kachi, moving on, and I'm loving like the backstory. I'm loving what success means to you. I'm loving keeping it simple, and I'm loving your your major learning as well. It's, I just feel that's so powerful. In the future, what have you said? You're a girl with a plan. What have you got planned for the future um, in terms of personal and business? Uh, in terms of business, I'm, I've got my business head on at the minute. Everything for me is sort of Ooh, revolving around Let's do it. I love, I love business talk. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so ideally, eventually, hopefully by the end of this year, I'd love to have um, purchased a, or have a studio, a fitness studio for females. And I want to build that around. So my tagline is building strong, confident women. Yeah. Um, and that's both mentally and physically. So I'd love to have a beautiful space where women come in, they feel comfortable, any shapes, any sizes, run group fitness classes, have treatment rooms there. So, so whether that be, I don't know, tanning, massage, <clears throat> lashes, whatever is um, needed at that point in time. Um, and have a little cafe there so they can come and mingle, meet new people, bring their little kids and just have it like a little hub. So I want to do that and create something really special because I've done that within my boot camp. Like I've formed this real yeah. nice little community yeah. and everyone's made friends now. And you just can yesterday, feel that. You yeah, can feel it, yeah. They were saying that they missed each other over the Christmas break and they're all friends now and it's awesome. So I want to keep creating that, um, but do it through studios as well and offer a little bit more. So yeah, I'd love to have one open in Mandra, one Rockingham. Might head over to Melbourne. Oh, <laughs> entrepreneur mindset. I love it. Who knows? I want to be involved. Surely I can be like Shampoo Boy or something. Yeah, Surely. No. Barista. Okay. Yeah, okay. There's going to be something. Yeah. I'm just, Brewster, I've got my hand up. Just know that I've got my hand up, Coach. <laughs> 
Righto. Uh, tips for listeners. This is I like this segment because um, we get to kind of summarise what we've spoken about and and put it into words in which um, you know just a shorter version. But I, I I reckon that the people listening would have taken a lot out of it already, and and that strong mindset and just staying positive and not letting resistance get a, get the better of you. Me first. Do you have any more tips uh, for for the listeners? Um. So. My kind of target audience is, I suppose, towards mums. Um, so what I would say, like a lot of people say that they're short on time and they can't get out of the house because of their kids or whatever the case may be. Kids didn't sleep. They had a nappy exclusion on the way out the house, whatever happens. So my tip is to set yourself a good morning routine. And I know Ooh, you love yes. morning routine. Um, because that's another thing that I created and it's just... Like, I can't miss my morning routine, otherwise my whole day is fucked. <laughs> so What's your morning routine? Run us through it. So I get up at 5 o'clock. Oh. There's a couple of different ones. Um, get up at 5 o'clock. Early bird. I will meditate for a while and stretch, or I will read, because one of my goals this year, which I started in November actually, is to read one book per month. Um, so I'll spend some time reading. I might go for a run or a walk. Um, and then I get some work done, because I find yeah. that's usually from about 6 to 7. Yeah. I find like I'm on the ball that time in the morning I'm good to go and I smash out heaps and get that done and then I've got like had such a productive morning I feel good going into the rest of the day yeah yeah so and then you can get on track too so when the kids are at school um, I get their lunches all organized before they get up so that's all done Um, so it's whatever you can do first thing and that's the other thing everyone's still asleep in my household anyway yeah so I can get my shit done with no interruptions And, um, yeah, we can start the day and off we go. So good. Yeah. Put your strongest foot forward. If you feel like you're being productive and proactive in the mornings, I just feel like that would set up your day. Like we've, I've spoken about morning routine in other podcasts and if you kind of wake up late or you're that, that person that gets up and then got to get the kids ready and then uh, got to get themselves ready and then like everything's about everyone else first, what you're doing is you're waking up early, having a little bit of you time, getting yourself in that mindset, being productive, proactive, you just feel good. Yeah, you, you do. You and then I good, suppose yeah. that kind of goes back to a nighttime routine as well because I find, I think that's really important and some people go to bed at nine o'clock one night, 10 o'clock another night, midnight another night and so your body clock is all over the shop. Yeah. So I think it's really important as well to have that routine before bedtime, switch off all your laptop screens, whatever, yep. 30, 30 minutes to an hour before bed, unwind, cleanse your face, whatever you're going to do, and just sort of unwind and have that chill time. If you go, to, So I go to bed at 10 o'clock every night, if I make it that late, and then I get up at five. So my body clock knows now that that's just the way it is. You've got a rhythm, you've got a routine, your body knows what's coming. Yeah. Um, that's great. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it's good. I love it. So that's my tips. Find your morning routine. Make yeah. more time for it's yourself. It's so powerful, isn't it? You yeah. make time. The people say they don't have time. You just make time. You make just make time. it happen. Yeah. And yeah, I love how you just don't you just don't buy into people's stories. Like, because we are gurus. Like, I would be the professor at creating bullshit stories for myself to feel better about something that I didn't do. Mm. You know, we all do it. I've been really good at it in the past, but um, it's something that you just got to call yourself on and you just got to make up a system and implement it in your life so that yeah. you can get over these things. I firmly believe... Um, awesome. So I guess what, out of everything that we've spoken about today, what's one thing that's really kind of helped you along the way? Like, do you have some form of motivation pushing you? What's the fire in your belly? What's, what's that one thing that really keeps driving you forward? Um, 
I think it would be oh, one thing. I've got like way more than one. <laughs> Do you know what? Let's go three. Three? Let's break the rules. Rules are made to be broken. Let's go three. So the first one would be um, like success, to get that success of my number one goal, which is opening up a few um, female-only studios. Yeah. So to get there, that continues to drive me every single day with that. Yeah. Um, something else that's really helped me, I suppose, is what's that saying? You're the average of the five yeah. people. Yeah. So who I surround myself with. What is the saying? You're the average of the five people that you spend the most amount of time yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who I'm surrounding myself with. Um, I found that Gee, I huge wouldn't hang out with me last... too much longer. God, I'd be bringing that down, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> You've brought my language down. Yeah, I bet, I bet. <laughs> um, so that's a good one. I've got some really good um, friends and mentors around me helping me and pushing me. Um, so that helps me as well. Yeah, um, mentors. So yes. you've got a couple of mentors, I understand. Yes. What, what programs, what kind of mentorship are you doing? Um, so I have a business coach, which yep. is through Fempire. Um, so I've only been doing that for two months. Yep. So that's a 12-month um, coaching program that cool. I'm on. Um, I classify you Aww. as one of my mentors. Um, and who else? That's, that's it on the most important one. So that's, that's probably it. all we yep. have to say all about over. that. Yeah. Next question. Um, I, I do love uh, being looked at as a mentor, especially for my team of, of amazing coaches and manager, um, because we're like a little family, aren't mm. we? We're like a little family, and everything that I've learned off my mentors, and I really enjoy the, the personal growth stuff, so anything that, we catch up every Monday, don't we? Every Monday, every Monday. have a really good, big meeting on the first Monday of every month. We usually go to make place and, and feel really professional around the conference table there, um, and, and that's something that I'm really enjoying at the moment, just being like a mentor. Um, for you guys, and I bet you're a mentor for the people that you coach. I yeah, bet you're a I life so. mentor more than a personal trainer. I feel for for your clients. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so feeling that that success would be number one. The five people that, that you average, um, you spend the most amount of time with. Uh, you said you had three. What was the third? Um, really helped me along the way. So just support from my from my family, because without that, um, I face that that resistance comes up for me as well. Yeah. So I've got that support. I've got the people backing me that I need. Um, so yeah, anything's possible when you've got the right support and the right yeah support crew. Yeah. Behind you. Yeah, it's uh, it's vital, isn't it? And it's it's not saying if you feel like you're lacking that support, um, it's not saying you can't do it. It just means that point number two of of surrounding yourself with the five people. Um, it just probably means that you've got to have those five people, um, really, really important people in your life yeah, really that important. give you that support. Because support is, oh God, I wouldn't be anywhere without the support that I've received. That's for that's for damn sure. One person that really inspires you. Hey, again, if there's two or three, rip in. Um, I suppose there's a few from different areas in life. So there's a couple of... Um, women that I follow through Instagram who are local trainers. So one is Jess from Fitbod Fitness. Um, she's up in Secret Harbour. And... I know Jess. Jess Hi, yeah. Jess. Hey, Jess. So we've actually never met. We've spoken over Instagram. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Same. And um, I don't know. I think she's... The way she's running her business, her... Where she's going with her business, her sort of life that she shows through Instagram she's real like she's really real yeah um, and I think we've kind of got the similar sort of 
goals as sure. to where we're going or who we're trying to help as well. Yeah. And then the other one is Eloise from Epic. Ah, uh, no, Eloise as well. Yeah, yep. so she's down in Halshead. Um, yep. Same deal. She runs outdoor boot camps and we've got a bit of support going on and it's really nice to... Uh, and I've never met her either. Oh, I've met her. She's awesome. She's she? cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just over the Instagram. But, That's great. How's um, the chick support these, little, these days? So good. Yeah, it's wicked. I love it. And we've both... Like we've both spoken about catching up coffees, but it just hasn't happened yet. So I think um, they inspire me to keep going as well. And it's nice to know that you've got, they're not competition in my eyes. Um, and You're then, all striving for that same goal. Like I feel like the three of you chicks are all striving for that, helping people and guiding people and coaching people to be better versions of themselves, to help them get over resistance, to teach them the happiest, healthiest way of life. Yeah. So I believe that in the biggest picture, when you think about it, you're all striving for the same thing anyway. So in fact of competition, you're probably more on the same team. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably my number one is just other women within the same industry who are, yeah, reaching for the same goals. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Sensation. Kachi, one last little message or something you want to add in to give the listeners. I'm sure you guys have got some massive gold nuggets out of uh, Kachi's story. And if you guys wanted to know any more, make sure that you you know hit Kachi up on, on social media or myself. I'm more than happy to pass the question. But you've got to follow this chick on social media. She is amazing. Uh, I'm super fortunate and super lucky to have worked with you and known you over those two years. Oh, we didn't even go into the story about how we first got you on oh. board. Oh, have you got time? Um, yeah. Do you know what? Let's do it. Let's do that after. But one one message, one message or one more bit of advice you want to leave the listeners with and then and then we'll get into the story. Uh, would probably be create time for yourself. Set your goals because it feels so good when you set your goals and you reach those goals. It's like the best feeling ever. Um, and yeah, just keep filling your cup. Love it. Love it. And, and setting goals, like I think we all know that I'm super passionate about setting goals. And ever since introducing that into the team, God, maybe two years ago, two and a half years ago, when I first started building it at like Team BDPT, um, the goal setting is just huge, isn't it? Yes. The goal setting is just so important. So I, I love that you said that. And creating time for yourself, like you just make it happen, don't you? Yeah, you do. Don't, don't live your life by default, live it by design. So yeah, design exactly. that time for yourself, you know? Um, okay, the story, how we actually met. Go catch. This podcast is about you. You tell the story. All right. So some Brad was advertising for someone to do mobile PT for, can I say, company? Or yeah, not? go for it. For Orbit Fitness in Mandra. Hi, Christy from Orbit Fitness hey, in Mandra. Hey, Christy. Um, and someone tagged me, and I can't even remember who now. And it was... Thanks, was whoever like, that was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll give that a crack because it was just after winter. So my outdoor boot camp. Oh, so I wasn't working in a gym at this point in time. I was just doing my boot camp. Three and days never, a week. never have worked in. Never the gym, had worked in a gym. Um, someone had tagged me. It was just after winter, so business had been quiet, and I needed some extra coins. I was like, yeah, I'll give that a go. So I rang Brad's, and we got talking on the phone. And in that same first conversation over the phone, he said, "Have you ever worked in a gym?" I was like, "No." And then he said. Have you thought about it? I was like, no. <laughs> and then next thing happened, I was in Body Appeal having a meeting with Brad about potentially working there. So I just went all in, as I do. Yeah, 100 and nothing, yeah. Yeah, someone presents an opportunity, I'm going to take it. Um, and yeah, two years later, here we are. So it, I just find that so funny. And, and there's a great kind of moral and story uh, inside that. So... And a lesson, if you will. So I believe that like when there's an opportunity, you've got to just have a look. Hey, and it's something like on the phone call, I wasn't looking for a personal trainer at that time in a gym. 
Um, I was looking for obviously that external mobile trainer. Um, someone tagged you, whoever tagged you. Thank you so much, by the way, because uh, it set us up for, a, for an amazing two, two and a bit years, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then asking the question, coming on board, and you were still a little bit unsure when you got in the gym and you yeah, never didn't have a lot of confidence inside a gym, but like it was your vibe and, and your whole feel and, and like I just fell in love with you straight away and you switched on. You obviously looked the part, which is important in health and fitness. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we just got along so well and I was just like, I've got to have this girl in my team. Yeah. I just have to have this girl in my team. So, you know, the opportunity wasn't even there at the start, but but I believe because you were so open-minded um, and as was I, the opportunity presented itself. So I just believe that when even if there's no opportunity there you just go have a look just go have a look stay open-minded with her and you never know what's going to happen and look at this two years later yeah and and for me as well that was stepping outside of my comfort zone and i'm also big on that because once you step outside your comfort zone that's where the growth happens so if you don't do that you're continually just going to be plodding along at the same old pace in life and you're not going to grow so 100 percent. yeah that comfort zone so many people live their life in that comfort zone there's nothing wrong with that but if you were just curious as to what was outside that there's like a i've done a little bit of work in this in my workshops there's like a little layer of fear out just outside that comfort zone right because we don't know we don't know what's going to happen if we step out we don't know what it feels like we don't know what it looks like it tastes like smells like so basically once you once you break through that comfort zone and, and escape that layer of fear or just push past that layer of fear that is the growth zone that's when you grow you can't grow inside your comfort zone it's about you know staying open-minded um and and seeing opportunities and then going for them it's exactly what you did yeah went for it so and look at you now absolutely killing life and you're a massive inspiration to myself so many mums and females around mandra i know you're a massive inspiration for other bdpt team members uh we all love you on board and thank you so much for your time on the podcast thank you brad it's been High fun five. Same. killer thanks guys <laughs> see you soon see you soon there you have it guys how freaking cool is catchy we're so fortunate to have her on board team bdpt and bdpt basement gym it's been over two years, uh, but I'm sure in that last 30 minutes, you guys have fallen in love with her yourself. What an inspiration, and she just does everything with a massive smile on her face, and she is just a really poor, important part of the team. So guys, if you have any questions for Kach, or if you wanted to touch base about anything, uh, what I would recommend is to follow me on social media. It's Brad Davis PT on Instagram, and it's Brad Davis Personal Trainer on Facebook. Guys, hope you enjoyed. Any questions, shoot them through, and make sure you always stay successful.